Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope you cakes up. London with the beat, here we go so in. Got a girl with a friend, you'll be both win. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sexy Unique Podcast. I am here with friend of the pod, writer Matt Lolly. Hi. Hi. I'm here. Welcome back. So glad to be here. It's good to have you. All the way from NYC, we're now just like, <laughs> we're Skyping, we're doing it. You have a headset on. You're like a true professional. Hey, I'm podcasting here. <laughs> I know. I feel like you got to go, you, if you're going to do headset, this is my old like Rosetta Stone, like pre-Bluetooth headphones headset. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're going to do a headset, you got to have backwards cap hat on, right? Backwards cap on. Yeah, it's a good look. It's Everything very like sports. Is- so yeah, everything's contained, streamlined, dialed in. I was almost for a second. I was thinking your head, your hat was on over the headphones, which would be a really wild look. <laughs> that's uh, that's a more advanced technique. That I mean, speaking for myself, I'm not there yet. That's when it's that's all fully my, integrated, and you have become. Yeah, that's a what. Headset. That's what. Um, but that's what Charlemagne does. <laughs> um how have you been finding this season of Vanderpump Rules? Like what are your thoughts? Um what emotions are going on? I don't know how this is going to come off, but I don't I don't like I don't necessarily go in for this like narrative of like is it good or is it bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I I I never really um home in on like oh like this season was a bad season this season was a good season for me it all just kind of is what it is I don't know what that says I think that I kind of what I take away from reality shows or what I like about reality shows maybe is not exactly what you know you know the general population is looking for so so like um to me it's all just kind of like this one thing, if that makes any sense. That makes sense. It's a very zen outlook. To <laughs> yeah, have. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's definitely times it's more, I think, yeah, maybe on like an episode to episode basis. This episode didn't really give me a whole lot and this episode gave me a lot more, but I would be hard pressed. I mean, you know, like everybody knows the, the really epic season, season one. And then um, which, whatever, the one where Jack sleeps with Kristen, that's like three or four or something. That's we, season we often two. Reference 
Yeah. Oh, so, and okay. Then, we'll often reference season two. Um, yeah, but I've been, I've been, I've been loving it. I think that this season has been ramping up the episode, not this week that we're going to talk about, but, uh, I mean, this week was great. I thought the week prior to that, I thought was very strong. It was great. It's all, it's all good stuff for me. Yeah. Like I'm sad that they've saved all this for the end because it's like, this is the point where it's getting really interesting for me again. But yeah. here's hoping that we can now that they've integrated like front facing self filmed like confessionals, maybe that we'll see like a whole new side of technology for the next whole season of dimen- Vanderpump. Yeah, like a whole new dimension of Vanderpump. I hope they figure it out. Yeah, I definitely. See, well, I mean, yeah, just to jump directly to the end of the episode, <laughs> it seems like they are. Um, there are. Uh, it seems like a lot of stuff is getting teed up that is not going to uh, get tied up in the season finale. So we're probably looking at a, um, you know, a seasonal cliffhanger. But the next season is going to be a super TBD. So yeah, it's all very up in the air. Did you did you watch Summer House or do you watch Summer House? Okay, so I. Um, I did not care for Summer House when I watched. I just watched maybe a handful of episodes of season one. Mm-hmm. Wasn't into it. But um, because of y'all singing its praises on your various platforms, I decided to give uh, season four, the penultimate season, a okay. chance. And just just skip season uh, oh no season three I guess season yeah. three is when they retooled right and season yeah, four is happening they now had a lot of newbies in and then we just ended season four yeah so yeah so I went back I so I started watching season three and my initial reaction was or my reaction to season three was similar to my initial reaction which was like <laughs> all of the men on this show are horrific <laughs> like, bad. I, I, these are unappealing people, but then I re- then I said, okay, maybe I can reframe my expectations, just kind of root for these. The, the women are cr- kind of great, so it's like, yeah. okay, maybe I'll just I'll just root for the women and just kind of like watch them navigate, having to deal with these bozos. But then you do kind of, I mean, slowly but surely, you know what I'm about to say. You kind of just um, you start to, you kind of start to get it with the guys, you know, you start to see it in them. Yeah, and then you end up, by the end, you're just, like, rooting for everyone. It's, like, a very deceptive show in that way. Because, yeah, like, and you're, you're right. It is kind of just, like, a it's a nice place to be for an hour. It's nice to be in the in the house, in that, in that zone. What's up with that? So I'm only about halfway through season three, or maybe three-quarters of the way through season three. What, what is up with that kid, Jordan? He's, like, just the Antichrist or something? He's just, like, yeah, the true, the devil incarnate. There is no rhyme or reason for him, and it's still, (laughs) there still isn't, because he's a little bit, he's around a bit in season four, but then he ultimately gets, like, released. And I pray every night that that will be the last time we ever see him. Because I truly, I've never understood why, like, the why of Jordan. It seems like he came in with some kind of game plan almost, but like the game plan, but it, did, that, it didn't make any sense because he was would have been making himself look a 
a, a different way than he was making himself look if he had a true strategy. Yeah, like we. You know what I mean? Like, I he, like, like he came in like. We never got to the bottom of like anything about him. Like I think people start to think people start to catch on to the fact that he's lying about everything in season three. Holy yeah, then it's he like the way his, 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 he, he um he lifted his entire losing your virginity story from forty year old virgin. Yeah, and like and it, so it makes no sense. And then everyone, I think there's a moment where people are like, "Is he gay?" Or like, but and then there's a whole thing about how his like he can't get an erection like enough that's to where have I'm sex. right now okay. i'm like smack dab in the middle of this ed journey yeah but i think it's just a series of mysteries that are never solved with jordan and then Truly ultimately bizarre. it's just time for him to go and it's the best Truly decision bizarre. that everyone's ever made good um hair though and great um, hair and great physique he's got his hair is like mm. He has like he has gorgeous hair. The way that he styles it is a little bit douchey, but his um you know physique is really yeah. one for the books. His he's a real like the way he looks to me is kind of like he's a bit like a Greek statue or something like that. Where you're like that looks nice, like love it in the garden, but in real life, like you don't want to <laughs> yeah. interact with it at all. Like if it came to life, you'd be really yeah, freaked we- out. Yeah, you're like at a picnic and you're trying to like rest your head on like on his like on on his like jutting like pelvic <laughs> bone or something, you know? It's you're not like too it's much. not like Yeah, it's not it's not luxurious. But um the end of this season, well they did like a secrets revealed episode um to like cap off season 4 and at the end of it they kind of had it was a really weird like check in with all the cast of like what they've been up to since quarantine and mm-hmm. with like a voiceover and them all reassuring the viewer that like they want nothing more than to like be back in the house and hopefully they're going to figure something out. It was like ending on like a really like we know what's going on and we're also sad about it but like hopefully we'll yeah. figure it out. So I'm ho- I'm thinking and hoping that Vanderpump Rules will do the same thing. Like, they'll just figure out how to make another season. Yeah, well, isn't the inside scoop on Summer House that they're going to do an almost, like, kind of Big Brother style, just, like, you know, no no camera crew. They're all, like, you know, just set up the the, the cameras in the house and just have the cameras be on 24-7? I think that was an option, which I'm totally down with. Um, but nothing is necessarily set in stone at this point. Yeah. But, I'm a yeah. uh, I'm a huge fan of um, Love Island, which is the same basic setup. So I, that kind of um, that piques my interest for sure. Mm-hmm. I love any Big Brother like fly on the wall kind of camera stuff, and I'm also it just shocks me. For some reason, I'm always like pearl clutching whenever people are having sex on Summer House. Like I'm just like I can't <laughs> believe we're seeing this or like hearing this, and I don't know why because I'm a very hard person to shock. But I guess it's like in that Bravo world, you rarely see that kind of like reality. Reality TV sex is always the same. You know who pioneered it? Did you ever see the movie that they made of MTV's The Real World? It was like a movie version, like a spring break MTV real world movie. That's the first time you saw it. But it's always, as you well know, uh, a night vision 
and are just and and a and a lump of comforter just <laughs> fucking so like much faster <laughs> and harder than than you like than it needs to be or you ever would in real life. Yeah, it's always like so many comforter lumps, which would be <laughs> I think a really hard part of like trying to have sex with the camera in the room but not wanting people to see it. Like that adds a whole other element to like the act. But then I also love on Summer House when they just like will go into a closet or the bathroom. Like those like those kind of walled off spaces get utilized a lot. Um, do you watch Love Island at all? I've, UK, of course. <laughs> I've tried to watch it, but it really seemed overwhelming because I was like, there's so many episodes. Like, I don't know how I will find the time to, like, fit these all into my life with everything else that I want to watch. So I kind of gave up on it. That's how I well, I watched the first episode of season one. I was like, all right, this is kind of whatever. I'm kind of down for this. And then when I saw there was 36 hours of it, I was like, oh, there's no way. But then I, I went to work or whatever. And all but then all I could think about was getting home and watching more. But I say that to say this in terms of having sex on reality TV, Love Island is essentially just a porno. Mm-hmm. And the 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 one but yeah it's the same but it's the it's the same setup just a, a you know a, a I was gonna say undulating comforter but it's really more of like a just a pounding but the one girl had the strategy where she was she said she said okay check it out she goes if we just have sex no blankets just fully out in the open they can't show it mm-hmm. and she was wrong <laughs> <laughs> they'll find say a that way. one. To show anything. They, yeah, that, that was a hard backfire on yeah. her part. Where there's a will, there's a way. And there's even a moment in this episode of Vanderpump Rules where, like, it's doing a montage of just, like, butt, like, twerking and butt shaking. And <laughs> there's an underwater shot of a bunch of girls, like, twerking for the camera. And some, I think it's Charlie's or one of the girl's vaginas is like completely blurred out, but yet they yeah, got the yeah. shot anyway. So yeah, like it's, yeah, it's tile, it's tiled out. They had to tile <laughs> out. They had to tile out Charlie's front wedgie or whatever. <laughs> I was like, wow, you would think that they would just throw the shot out. No, not happening. <laughs> We're going to keep it in. <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, you know, I have a lot, to, I have a lot to say about it when we get there. Okay, let's get into this episode. Um, it uh, begins with the Toms arriving to clean Sir's gender-neutral bathroom in their Sunday best and matching outfits. And they're let's be honest, like they're not really cleaning anything. <laughs> I have a um, I've been to Sir. I have been to Sir once. You've been there, I'm sure, a few times. I mean, I know you've been there a few times. I've been Does, there. Yeah. Is that the is that the only bathroom that they have? Or do they have, like, a men's, a women's, and a gender neutral? I believe there are two bathrooms, but they're each, like, a single toilet bathroom, I want to say. And, like, they're in the hall before you walk out to the alley. There are two bathrooms on either side of the hall. That confirms my suspicion. And this is, like, a bit of a pet peeve of mine when you have just a single-use bathroom, but then you have to, like sanctimoniously advertise it as a gender neutral bathroom. You know what I mean? Just have it be like WC, WC. You know what I mean? You don't have to yeah. be like, hey, look, look at us, you know? It's a very, like, obvious nod to Lisa's 
where she stands with like the LGBTQ community. If you had any questions, right. please just know it's a gender neutral bathroom. But the bathrooms at Tom Tom are also gender neutral, and they are uh, multi stall bathrooms. A mold now see okay a multi stall gender neutral I love it a and of course yeah. you need the signage as well I don't actually I mean I'm I, I don't mind the one that you know the little sign it's like a half guy and then the skirt sticks out on the side yeah yeah no, <laughs> they're, cl- they're, cl- they're clean they're they're also they're cleaning the bathroom in the middle of dinner service yeah which is not like well if somebody needs time. to use it. And then and then Lisa comes in and and she's surprised to see them. And then she says, is it blocked? Like, like <laughs> as if as if the oh, if the toilet is clogged, then now it makes sense that Tom and Tom are in there and matching outfits, unclogging it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that also gives away the fact that, like, the toilet is probably blocked. A lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's its natural state. Yeah, and I love, like, is it blocked? And that would explain, like, why Tom and Tom have, like, come over from a different restaurant to try and deal with it. Because there was a... um there was a sincerity to that question that I could hear in her voice. It was a real question. It wasn't, like, just, like, pretending. It was a deep concern. (laughs) Um... Sandoval gets the toothbrush gag off, the classic uh, toothbrush gag, mm-hmm. and 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 now I'm like, he he set up the the whole softball game. Like we you, we need to go back and see who was responsible for Tom Tom losing the softball game because I feel like he set up the whole wager just to get off this toothbrush joke totally i could see it yeah he'd he'd planned this meticulously down to like the outfits with like a matching kind of black glove that worked with like what they were wearing and then he got me the first time i watched the episode with the toothbrush gag wait you you said you said oh no (laughs) no ew gross why would he do that time i was like oh that was a joke and I guess I just yeah, forgave but, him in between. I was like, classic Sandoval. He's just going to chomp on that toothbrush. But then you you know, but then by his own admission, Schwartz is like putting his dirty latex gloves in his mouth and shit. Yeah. Like just like wiping his face. With them. <laughs> <He's> like, wiping. <laughs> Schwartz is <laughs> the kind of person who I feel like when wherever he goes like a mess follows him and he's the kind of person like when he cleans something it somehow ends up messier than pre-clean yeah 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 <laughs> like ryan like like ryan on the office when he's like oh i'll just find a way to make it worse somehow yeah he like can't it's like you they're just some people that should not be trusted to clean they just like can't do it can't be trusted um, James is DJing and he says, being back behind the booth, it's a new life. And I was like, I'm really <laughs> happy for him to see him getting quote unquote work again, where he's just asked to DJ for free at Sir and other friends' houses. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I just, uh, I love this notion that like, you know, DJing in the lounge at Sir on Wednesday is like the be all end all for this kid. You know, he mm-hmm. should be at. Whatever, Greystone 
manor or whatever they have now, you know? <laughs> yeah, like why not? I'm he has the talent, obviously. Like he tour I know he tours around at this point. He didn't get eighty six from any other clubs. He should be he sh- there's no reason for him not to have a full schedule of DJing. I know. So I hope that COVID is resolved sooner rather than later so James can resume his DJ career. When um when Schwartz was doing his little um like fantasy montage about shaving um Lisa's legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh and and I wanted to ask you cuz he says that um her bathroom smells like $300 candle. I liked that price point that he picked out. So what do we think? Now, I know that it's possible to get up into that price range in terms of size. Um, you know, if, you, if you're talking about like wh- whatever, like a th- how much is a three wick Surrey uh, Trudon? Those are, you know, a few hundred or something, the three, right? Yeah, there's like the intermezzo size, which is a 240 and that's a two wick. And then you bump up to a five wick for 540 or like between oh. 540 and 600. So I guess right. she could probably have the two wick sears um but i or, or i guess my question my, my i guess my question was um what what kind of what are we looking at in just like a one wick at this it's price point one wick 300 it's that's not really a thing to me because right? i don't yeah i can't off the top of my head uh, maybe like a fornicetti candle i feel like they could probably Ooh. get in there which are like the they're the candles that they have vessels with like painted faces on them or flowers kind of that look like sketches. Um, so you're, 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 you're paying for the, for the, uh, for the vessel. Essentially. It seems as though you're paying that extra price for the vessel rather than the scent. And I don't mm-hmm. pers- aesthetically respond to that kind of vessel. So I just have never gone down that road, but it really does speak have to you- people. Have you ever received any intel on like what the candle of choice at um, Villa Rosa is? Well, Villa Rosa, I know that Lisa, or maybe not Lisa, but Sir has their own line of candles. They offer three. Is it a is it a a collab with somebody else, or is it just no? It's just like a straight up Sir candle. And so it's a it's a it's a suck, a sexy, unique a suck. candle. <laughs> yeah. And I think that they're they're medium expensive. Like, I think that they might be like forty five to fifty dollars, which is nothing to just like poo poo at. Like, that's an investment as far as a candle. There's no way there's there's no way it smells good. No, there's absolutely not. And like, I've thought of buying them just as a joke. But then I realized, like, I care about my, like, I care about myself too much to, like, buy candles as a joke. It's not a laughing matter to me. It's gonna not, it's not gonna be, it's gonna be a bad enough scent to the, you don't want to play yourself. Yeah. Even for the, even, even for the gag. Mm Mm-hmm. Yo, they're $35. Sir Fragrances. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's like a, it's like for a gift, maybe. It would be a great gift. Yeah, to maybe get, for the maybe maybe for the bathroom. Put it on someone else, you know. <laughs> Give it yeah. to someone else. They do have <laughs> a an anniversary candle that I'm looking at now that says claims it's the ultimate seductive candle, rich, luxurious, and mysterious to celebrate our 20th anniversary with you. So experience the uber chic atmosphere of Sir right in your own home with waxed wood, rum, black musk, and bitter orange peel scented candle. 
Wow. <laughs> that's a good, what that's was a good the, gift. Wait, all right. Well, wasn't it... it wasn't it an orange peel tilapia or something that gave that woman <laughs> food poisoning? It was the orange sauce. Yeah, it was like an orange sauce. So yeah, maybe so it's got it's got orange, orange sauce, <laughs> orange sauce notes for instant for instant at home nausea. For instant elimination from both ends, <laughs> it's a it doubles as like a weight loss plan yeah. and the scent. But this 20th yeah. anniversary, wild that Sir's been around for 20 years, first and foremost. But this candle, I would give it as a gift to a real, like a subhead. Yeah, a subhead for sure. Um, yeah, I have, I wonder if Lisa burns her own Sir candles at home. Because it seems like she enjoys everything that she puts out into the world. She has a commitment to her own brand. And she, I mean, no disrespect, but like does like her taste level is like at that level you know what i mean yeah it's it is a very specific taste level so it could just be that she burns her own candles but i also would like to know and if anyone has intel on what kind of scents lisa has at home besides like fresh flowers let me know because i love just knowing yeah. celebrities favorite candle choices yeah, dress in all black ski mask and uh, infiltrate. <laughs> the infiltrate. rest is made of glass. You can throw a brick through any one of the walls. Get in just really fast. Run to the bathroom and see what she has going. Toss one of those little na- blow-up Navy SEAL rowboats into the moat at Villa Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, start rowing around. Find the weak entry yeah. point into the house. Avoid the swans. And then, like, oh, you could use it. You could use uh, uh, like one of those thermal scanners because it's gonna, it's gonna, um, it's gonna clue you into where the candle is burning if you have a a, a heat signature. True. A heat also, signature vision <laughs> Very important that you liaise somehow with Rosia to so that she could help give you intel. I'm sure that like you could you could make friends with her or work out some sort of deal where she like helps figure it out. That's your in. Mm-hmm. You, you, you camp out outside Villa Rosa and you follow Rosa. Well, actually Rosia, Rosia probably lives there, huh? She probably lives there. I'm sure she's like quarantining there yeah. with Ken and Lisa. Like I can't imagine they're just sure. left to their own devices without yeah, a house manager or some help of some sort. So yeah, it might take some serious cash to get Rosia to like, betray her employer but yeah you gotta grease rosia's palms yeah it might be it might be a long process you know so we'll we'll get there (laughs) yeah um raquel comes up to james in the booth and she is matching his level of excitement with the dj and she goes my tables always ask me when you're djing and now i can tell them you're djing tonight (laughs) <laughs> as if they wouldn't uh-huh. know when they've walked into the restaurant that he's DJing. <laughs> Although, I mean, I can I can sympathize with Raquel. You know, when when you're constantly getting the kind of like same annoying question to finally have a good answer to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like when you know when people always ask you, like, oh hey, like. What what have you been up to? You know, and you're just kind of like, you know, man, say 
you know, same old, same old, yeah. you know, and then it's like, then you finally, you know, you take that trip to, um, Reykjavik or whatever. And then now you can be like, Oh, just actually just got back from Reykjavik. Yeah. The dreaded, what have you been up to question? I <laughs> yeah. will answer it in a brief sentence. And then I immediately like to turn it around on the other person and then yeah, you have like to fully deflect and like move on from that. <laughs> Yeah, something in your pocket to immediately ask them about. Mm-hmm. I do a quick turnaround on the how, what are you up to lately questionnaire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brittany approaches the Toms and she goes, hi, pooper scoopers. And then. <laughs> hey, hey, pooper scoopers. I love her hair, though. Like the braid crimping is really doing it for me and Brittany's in a great mm-hmm. mood until Sandoval yeah, reveals she's in, great, she's, in a, she's in a great mood for 3.5 seconds yeah and then her world comes crashing down <laughs> <laughs> and she enters a private hell of her own making when Sandoval tells her that he's having his own party his rival event this is the first of like a few missed opportunities throughout the episode to really for Sandoval and others to like sort of reiterate the point that he's not throwing another party out of mere spite. He's throwing another party because he was disinvited from Jax's party. You know, yeah, he should be, he should be like, listen, Jax disinvited me. We now, as a result of being disinvited, we have now set up our own party. Why don't you, why don't y'all come to our party? We'd love to have you. Bring the, bring the slide over. (laughs) And let's do this. We have booze. You clearly have food. So like, let's just merge and have a fun time. D actually, this is be perfect. If Jax is having an episode, he can just deflate the side the slide you know you can just you like just use the use the, the use the deflation of the slide as like some kind of breathing exercise and just bring that on over to our place yeah they live like five minutes away from each other too like they're in the same neighborhood so it's very feasible yeah, to just like join forces here yeah just toss it on top of the on top of jack's uh 76 uh t-top stingray or whatever <laughs> But I love Sandoval and thank him for doing the important work of just like trolling Jackson Brittany because this like ruins <laughs> Brittany's life and she stalks off and you hear like her just muttering to herself. She's like, this is bullshit. She <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's so cheesed off. She is pissed. And then we hit Hyde Cocktail Lounge, which is... For anyone that is not familiar with, like, the Hyde brand, like, has been a long-time figurine in, like, the L.A. nightlife scene. And then Hyde expanded from just being a club that, like, Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan went to in, like, the mid-aughts. And now it's, like, a lounge off of Sunset. And it has some of the worst Yelp reviews I've ever seen. Cause I remember <laughs> when it opened and I started seeing it, I just like went to look and it was like a two and a half star Yelp review kind of place. But Charlie works there. In addition I, to I love, 
I love that Charlie works there. That felt right to me. It makes a lot of sense. And I would even be willing to like, I'm like Hyde cocktail lounge needs a show of all the waiters and waitresses there. Like I would gladly watch. (laughs) Cause I also love that Charlie is wearing a bra. She's just like fully just wearing a bra with like an open shirt. She's a go-getter. I, I, I know the type, you know, she, she doesn't need to between her Vanderpump paycheck you know, Vanderpump paycheck alone, she doesn't need to be working at Hyde, but she's just down to keep working at Hyde. She's wor- she's working from all angles, and I admire the hustle a lot. And I think I've said it before. I'll say it again. Charlie's a star. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Keep an eye out for her because she also is like she's the kind of person that's like bitchy with a smile and laugh. like she'll just make fun of people right to their faces and I really oh, yeah. enjoy that, especially Brett. I like it when she does it to Brett. Well, she flames him at the at, um, <laughs> during this interaction for uh, his uh, his flannel T-shirts, for his she, penchant for flannels. Is flannel like your thing? And then <laughs> Brett also can't handle getting like trolled by anyone, so he's immediately like, "No, not really." And then it cuts thankful to the editors for the super cut of all the times that Brett's worn flannel. And then yeah, he has in fact worn a flannel in every single scene that he's been in, including on the beach. <laughs> Except for his talking head where he wears like a really unclear, like collarless, that collarless red shirt that will haunt me until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> but later I also loved when he shows up at the comedy club, he's wearing another flannel, but it's been like bleached out and distressed. And I feel like that was his reaction to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like, what? Okay. What is my most non flannelly flannel <laughs> flannel with a twist? Did you clock it when they walk in to hide? And there's just like the knee, like just a very run of the mill, like basic neon sign that says like hide lounge. And he goes, he goes, Sign is so chic. <laughs> he loves it. He's doing the um, of simple pleasures. <laughs> what is the what is when Charlie's roasting him? It's twofold. It's first, it's for the flannel, and then it's for something else that I can't remember right now. Well, Dana goes. He's like a sexy Paul Bunyan, which was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Charlie yeah, goes. Yeah, and Charlie goes. Is he? Is he though? <laughs> And I just wrote, God, I love Charlie. Um, Brett is what Brett is doing with his um, floppy hair journey Mm -hmm. is um, kind of a pet peeve of mine. You know how he like so he's doing this different hairstyle and he's doing that thing where it's like obviously, you know, that's the first thing someone's going to notice, right? And he yeah. does, he's doing this thing where he's going to everyone and he's like, oh, like, does it look, it look, does it look weird? Like, does it look stupid? You know? Like, he knows it looks good. Like, he didn't just run out of hair gel. You know what I mean? No. Those curls but you gotta, are But he has to do this, like, this, like, self-deprecatingly, like, call attention to it to, like you know, to validate it or something. It's like yeah. people do the same thing when they, when they make like an out of the, out, out of the box fashion choice, you know, mm. and they, they walk in the first thing they have to do is call attention to it and be like, I mean, and he, here I am wearing my friggin' pajamas. Like, I mean, who, like, who <laughs> even does that? 
You know, it's like, just wear your pajama outfit. Just Yeah, own. it's a very, like, model. I, it seems like a model with no other talking points. Like, a go-to just for a model guy to say. Because also the hair is, like, perfectly curly. Like, you, I've watched YouTube tutorials trying to, like, get a curly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that amount yeah, it's of like curl. Yeah, it's like a perm vibe. So many yeah, it's like, sprays what? I've purchased to it's try like, and get that curl. It's a corollary to like that 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 culture of like when two people see each other, the first thing they do is, oh, my God, your dress, like, oh, my God, your bag. Oh, my God. You know, and it's like so if you don't if I don't immediately get like, the oh, my God, your curly hair, I have to be like, what about my does my hair a little good or is my hair do okay? Like do you like it? Brett and Dina have a truly zero chemistry date that what is going on? I don't understand. I'm like, they are not like nothing about it gels. Like their relationship is just completely unbelievable. And then also when he's like, let's do shots of Jaeger at the bar. I was just like a shot of Jaeger is a wild choice any night of the week, but especially like on a date with someone. No, it's no longer. We're past. Yeah. We're not doing Jaeger. We're not doing Jaeger anymore. No, it's done. And Dana and Dana is like in the just like in the background pouring a Miller a Miller light down her throat. <laughs> and then glugging Gl- of freaking Miller light or whatever. Chugging. And he brings up Max again. He's obsessed with Max. And like I think Brett, I mean, I think he just doesn't like Maybe he just doesn't like any of the women on the show, truly. Like, the one person that he did kind of take interest in and ask out was Charlie, who immediately was like, lol, I don't think so yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. So now out. he's trying to, like, do this Dana storyline, but he also doesn't want to lead her on. So I feel like he's stuck in between having to act for the cameras, like, we're on a date and I like this person. But then also trying to low key be like, I don't actually like you whenever they're out, because lest she get confused like where he stands. Because he, she initiate, she fully initiates the kiss in the parking lot, that, and he. <laughs> I am. You know when you, now from I cringed so hard because it's the most awkward like walk out into a, just like a cornered. Force yeah, out. and she and she and and she delivers her like her little prepackaged about to go in for the kiss line, which was oh, I just feel like it was such a great night, and you know that she's like been waiting to say that for the past half an hour, like thought about it, like when she went to the bathroom before they left, mm-hmm. and he he whatever leans into the kiss once it's already happening but it's like they like he the ghost does like a, a spin around it's like he he could have gone without the kiss he wouldn't have been sweating it if the kiss didn't no. happen he wouldn't have been sweating or no kiss <laughs> no he tried to kind of dodge it too there was a bit of a dance yeah yeah exactly there was nowhere there to was go. a do there was a dosey do <laughs> he gave he just gave in to the make out it was a dosy no kiss. Ugh, I love though. I feel like it's like you usually see women in that situation where it's like the, an awkward kiss that you're just like. Oh, oh yeah. But I enjoy <laughs> the t- the turning of the tables. <laughs> oh, if I, I would also be like super embarrassed if 
I was Dana, like rewatching all of this. Cause I don't even believe that she likes him that much either. Like, I think that it's pretty mutual, the lack of feelings on both ends, but she's, I taken an approach of trying to sell it more. I want to believe for Dana's sake that it's a make Max jealous ploy. Yeah. I think there's evidence I think there's evidence that we'll get to later to uh, speak to that, but I know for her sake I I think that that's a better look even though that's kind of foul to do whatever. I think it's a better look for her if that's what as opposed to just a genuine attraction to Brett. Which, yeah, you know, I'm giving sense. her the benefit of the doubt there as well. I refuse to believe that she's actually like deeply attracted to Brett. Her entire persona is that of person that would never be attracted to a guy like Brett. Exactly. So that's why that's her whole like, that's her whole shtick. Yeah, like you would think that she would be joining forces with Charlie to just like make fun of Brett any yes. chance that she gets. <laughs> <laughs> and instead she's like he's a sexy Paul Bunyan and you're just like who are you he's not uh, Brittany comes home she's all business now she's pulled the crimps back into like a tight ponytail and she comes home and just pour, starts immediately pouring herself shots of tequila which I love like Brittany's whole life is just a series of tequila shots <laughs> it's her coping <laughs> mechanism it's it's too much to ask of Brittany and Jax, but you're not supposed to keep tequila in the freezer for starters. Oh, true. Yeah, you're supposed to just keep it room temp. And you don't <laughs> you don't need to you don't, you don't need to pour, to rip a shot by yourself and then chase it with like a diet Schweppes ginger ale. Like you're at, just 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 pour yourself a glass. You own the tequila. You can have as much as you want. <laughs> I love like a no page. It's truly it's like taking a deep breath in and out to like center yourself is that that's like the equivalent of it for them. I love drinking like furiously just like needing to drink in that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to recreate the, the sensation that I have when I'm at a bar of ripping a shot to my <laughs> facial. Um, yeah. She comes, she, she's on the war path. She comes in so hot. Even Jax is taken aback. He is, he has just served himself a brick of leftover macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, re- he's uh, oh, uh, say, uh, Hey, I'm just, you know, just trying to have dinner here. <laughs> she tells him about the rival pool party and then he begins to flip out and he goes, it's not. She's like, I don't understand why they're doing this. And he goes, it's not they. It's Tom Sandoval and Ariana. And I was like, that was I think who she was talking about. But I think <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's who they was. But I love him clarifying. And then he goes on like a misogynistic rant where he's like, Tom Sandoval, he's just a woman. And that's not to like, it's not to like, not insulting all women, but he's just a fucking girl. And I was like, I live for, I live for misogynist Jax Taylor. He tries to redeem himself. We'll just, we'll just sort of bop ahead just a minute. He tries to, um, he tries to redeem himself later in his front facing camera moment when he says, man, these, 
these female <laughs> these these female trainers at at Lit Method make make the the male trainers look like girls. <laughs> so he completely he completely botches it and makes it worse as he's often wanted to. Yeah, it's <laughs> can't, perfect. Can't can't get it right. No. Um, but when yeah, so this is we have all. A, a glimpse of Britney almost leaning in to it being Jax's fault. And you see the pushback. She of course, obviously immediately gets from Jax. And then you can just see her kind of flip the switch, make the calculation. All right. Th- there's no reason to go down the blame Jax path. We'll just, you know, we'll just do like we usually do us versus the rest of the world. Yeah. Like she's like, I think that you maybe shouldn't have rage texted and he's oh so it's my fault now and then like and then he just gives up he's so mad that he just gives up on his plate of mac and cheese and declares that he's going back to the gym it's like nine at night also can you imagine if this was the milieu that you existed in like a, like a casual dinner around the kitchen island is like, you know, an after work, like just, you know, meeting up with your spouse. That's the chillest time you're going to have. And it's like mm-hmm. you don't even you don't you don't even know like who this is worse for. No, I imagine it's terrible for both. Like I can't imagine coming home to my beloved and pouring an immediate ice cold shot of tequila, just like throwing <laughs> a sur- it back. A, 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 a syrupy, an iced syrup shot of Casamigos Blanco. Yeah. Like chugging it back and then being like, God, our friends suck. And then them getting so angry and worked up that they like for Jax to abandon a plate of Mac and cheese and then go immediately to a really difficult workout. Like, that also feels bizarre to me. Like that's that's not like how I precursor a workout ever. No, it's got. I mean, I mean, and it's got. I mean, I don't know who who knows what shift Brittany was working, but I'm like, I'm figuring this is like the end of her shift, so it's like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, you know? Yeah, but what's <laughs> weird what is like the next day when we get the front facing cameras, it's clearly daytime still so i don't know if this was like did britney come in like after like a morning or afternoon shift and then she's like doing a shot at 4 p.m or is this like late at night and then we're just cutting to like the next morning the timing actually is very like off little murky the darkest part of his of his egg is that what you're gonna say? Go on. No, go on. no, no, no. I was letting it because I was like, I hope that we touch on this, but I think that you're getting to exactly what I was gonna say. Um, when he goes, I'm going to the gym. Feel free to track my location on my cell phone, and she goes, I sure will. <laughs> and you know that this, and you know that this is this that that this is a regular occurrence in their relationship. This is something that is done. Her routinely checking his location on his cell phone to keep tabs on him. And so now you know that there is no trust in this relationship whatsoever. Zero trust. And why should there be? Like, they didn't do... Brittany later, I think she's like, I did a lot of work to forgive Jax, but then now here we are, like, back again. And I'm like, you, you don't... Doing a lot of work and being, like, forgiving someone is not... Like, that doesn't change the fact of who they are. You know what I mean? 
it's not the same as acceptance. Obviously, this is a well-known fact that Brittany should have never stayed with Jax. She should not be with Jax. Jax. Jax was never and is never to be trusted. But on the same token, Brittany's not keeping up her end of the bargain of deciding to stay with him. If you say, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to leave you as a result of your infidelity. I'm going to stay and I'm going to forgive you. When you make that decision, you are then agreeing to not bring it up every 10 minutes. You know what I mean? True. She shouldn't, she should, she shouldn't have put herself in that position, but it's like once you're going to forgive, you have to forget. And you you know, you know, have to find a way to just at least act like you trust the person. Totally. And even her mom told her in that season when Jax cheated, she was like, if you take him back, you can never talk about it again. And then Brittany was yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. And like, I remember actually I, – I remember thinking that that was actually um, – uh, kind of alarming advice from her mother at the time, but it turns out after you know hearing myself say it that I agree with her. Yeah, I mean you can, and also like if you're going to, if someone's going to act a certain way to you, and then you take them back and say it's all fine, you know the way that they fight with you, you know what's going to get them all like gassed up. So it's kind of on you to like not have them go there or just accept that like this is I'm dating like a hothead who like doesn't want to <laughs> take responsibility for stuff. And so I just have to like accept that that's the person I'm with and then try and make it work. Yeah, that's right. And I think Jax is like, I don't know exactly. I guess like with his dad passing away and like experiencing that level of like emotional pain and Brittany being there for him, like there probably was some sort of guilt feeling of like, I owe it to this person to like be a better man for her or be with her forever. But the whole thing between both of them is very misguided. Yeah. I mean, there was that whole, um, that whole season where, you know, yeah, Jack was on his, um, uh, self-improvement, um, uh, tip and it was yeah it was all tied up with the death of his father and the marriage to Brittany as well you're absolutely right yeah and neither neither got I don't think resolved or improved because we see now like even skipping forward to the end of this episode where he's like yeah now all this stuff has gone away and settled down oh yeah and now here I am in this house in the valley with a wife <laughs> <laughs> he's reg- he's regressing it's time to regress. 
This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist. And I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Jax is, uh, he must be a, um, an investor in Lit Method, no? 
he he's either yeah actually i used to think that he maybe just got like free workouts there but now i feel like he probably is because he features it so heavily on his social media and like the calling it out on the show it has to be and he's been doing that for years so yeah it makes sense that he'd be getting more out of it than just free workouts and did you notice that the (laughs) 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 did you you notice that the lit method merch is just knockoff off white i didn't notice that is it knockoff you see what he's doing on the rowing machine or whatever you can see the back of his shirt in the mirror yeah and it's just like it's a black it's got like you know um a white uh white diagonal stripes and then it says lit method like in in one of the off-white fonts across the top it's a complete knockoff wow somebody get called virgin Get Virgil, Get Virgil on the line. Phone. <laughs> Get Recoup. Virgil on the pod and let's like chat about it. <laughs> oh my god, that makes sense. Yeah, Lit Method. I mean, I fucked with it, and I've said it before on this podcast because they used to have a studio in West Hollywood that was like on Class Pass, and I think I even worked out next to Jax and Brittany once in a Lit Method class when they used to live around these parts. Not my favorite workout. But uh, love that for Jax. He's going three times a day. I was into it. I I, I could I could get into a a three day or lit method routine. I love like it's just I don't love rowing machines. I just three hate, days. Yeah, three days. I could find if I found like a fun workout that I liked. Like yeah, let's let's just, like get jacked. But a rowing machine is always like when I'm doing hit classes and there's a rower involved, I'm always trying to get that out of the way first. Cause I just like hate rowing to nowhere. Yeah. Also, also um, worth mentioning that's not helping Jax's, you know, f- you know, physique or demeanor or <laughs> just overall, <laughs> he's looking maybe the worst that he's looked all season, all throughout this episode. Yeah. Why does he look so bad? Like, do you think he's just, just back on taking steroids and stuff? He just can't get the he can't get the haircut right. He needs to go back to like a down in front. He needs to go back to like a full shave or a down in front. But the short on the sides and the up in the front is over. And then also he's just like um I don't know, there's just something about He's just like he's not as beefy as he used to be, and he's just getting a little bit sort of uh, everything's kind of hanging. <laughs> it's like a doughy. It's like a doughy hang. He's thickening up, but yeah. also like yeah, it's it's not making sense. I worry about the level of steroids he's been. It's on. like a ropey, but like not a not a taut, not a taut rope. It's an unraveling rope, an unraveling yeah. twine. I love too when he's on his way to Lit Method. He goes. I have to go to the bathroom really bad, but I'm just going to talk to you guys instead. And he's driving. He's uh, he's literally driving a car from like the valley to wherever Lit Method is while also doing a front facing like camera Instagram story. He's a terror on the road. It's so unsafe. Well, my initial reaction when he said that was that that (laughs) I thought that he had lied about going to the gym just because he had to go to the bathroom in a way that he didn't feel comfortable doing in his own home. (laughs) Probably that too. Yeah. He's like, I just got to get out of here. (laughs) 
he that's why yeah he has to just he's comfortable with the bathroom situation at lit method so he just you know that's 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 the first workout of the day that's number one Mm -hmm. yeah get it out of the way blow up the bathroom he can do it with comfort and ease because he's an investor (laughs) and then just like yeah yeah hit the resistance bands yeah you can use the employees only bathroom on the side oh totally Lisa and Ken corner the Toms and Tom Tom to rope them into another Ponzi scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not feel as though it was the right move for them to uh, parlay, as they say, the the money into a new investment? I mean, they what choice do they really have? Like, she's not going to open a restaurant next door to Tom Tom that's not Tom Tom. Yeah, just the garden. That's just like a garden that's not brand like that's the only way that restaurant is going to happen. So I guess like why not just like double down on it? And certainly Lisa doesn't need their investment to use their names at this point. Like she's finagled it. I'm sure that she's got the licensing on lock. Yeah. And so now, I mean, if she was just like the garden at Tom Tom or just like the garden, it wouldn't really matter. Like, But now I'm worried for them. And I think it might have actually been like really bad timing because they've finished. They finished all the construction and everything and opened up that side garden literally like three weeks before. It was like a mere matter of maybe one month to two weeks before COVID. So now it's just like all shut down and they don't even do takeout. They've just like, they don't offer, you can't like, um, what's the, uh, you can't pick up like a tequila Katie in a, like a plastic, uh, court container for the road or anything. Hun, if you could, I would be right there. Don't <laughs> think that I haven't looked on, posted on the Posted on the corner, ride your bike over there. No, I've been trying like ever since this happened, my first move was like, I'm going to go on Postmates and like, I need those spicy Buffalo wings that they have there, which are, but the Buffalo cauliflower wings, which are really just like a kind of a sesame, like cauliflower, like fried cauliflower dish. But I was like, I want those so badly. And nope, there's not, they are done. What if all the delivery guys for Sir and Tom Tom are like hot Sir and Tom Tom guys? I know they really should. Cause <laughs> now all these, I don't know if they're doing this in New York, but like a lot of places in LA have, um, they have, what do they have? They are delivering cocktails. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah New York, uh, you can get them delivered. They suspended all of the, um, they, they suspended all of the laws so you can just, I mean, a lot of the places they just have a window open. You can just buy a cocktail out the window of the bar. I want to get a clockwork pink. A clockwork pink. And then I also want the buffalo, the buffalo cauliflower. Yeah. Yeah. The buffalo cauliflower are key. Lala goes to Brittany's house dressed in one of the wildest <laughs> outfits Lala's pulled all season. <laughs> Lala's outfit gave me a seizure. It did. It like was contradictory. It was like three totally different vibes from like neck up and then like a robe of some sort, like a paisley, um, like a reminiscent of like an etro kind of look. But then on the bottom, like a snakeskin boot. It was a. It was like a peak. It was a, like a peak caked on Lala makeup style <laughs> makeup. Some kind of some kind of like gold 
uh, belly dancer choker. Uh, yeah, like a, a psychedelic paisley like smoking robe and a cheetah boot. It was too much for me to handle. And then also like for a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, but then it then but then it's it's drawn in stark contrast to poor Britney in her um in her in her uh, black and white checkered flannel and apartment glasses. They're in two completely d- different scenes. Wardrobe didn't let Britney know what Lala was going to be packing when she came over. No, no one was ready. And Britney is like you can tell she's in a funk because Jax is like raging out and has just been like at the gym for the entire morning. And he calls what's wild is he calls Lala to like bitch at her about Brittany. And then Lala answers the phone in front of Brittany and Jax is just like, I'm at the gym. My wife thinks I'm cheating again. What, what white wife yells at her husband for going to the gym. Everybody knows that if you put somebody on speakerphone in front of anybody else, the first thing you say is, hey, you're on speaker. Yeah. I got, you know, hey, you're on speaker. I got, I got Brittany here. I would have laid into Lala for that after the fact. Yeah. But they love doing that on reality TV with like a no speaker heads up because Katie does that later on where she's on speaker with Brittany and then Schwartz just grabs the phone and he's like, you're being an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, that that's I guess that's the new um, that's the new like like co- secret conference call somebody in with somebody else on the line. Mm-hmm. What do they I call that in the- what do they call what do they call that in Mean Girls? They have a name for it, right? Oh yeah, they do. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> um, Brittany's nervous that Jax is going back to his old ways, and I mean, going back like he's already back. <laughs> There's no go. It's already there. <laughs> That's that's like the um the meme of like Bugs Bunny holding a musket where it says like they about to make me go back to the old me. <laughs> they they about to they about, they, they about to make Jax go back to the old Jax. It is the old Jax already. He posts more unhinged Instagram stories. But wait, hold on. This is when we this phone call with Lala is when we find out the coup that Sandoval has pulled by booking by by swooping in on James Kennedy to DJ the pool party. Oh my god, yes, this was so <laughs> good. <laughs> so you, you I you kind of saw it coming but it but I squawked nonetheless when I heard. Yeah, I was also like very pleased with just like his <laughs> and James you know that he's on cloud nine right now. Like he's never been happier. First, he got that night back at Sir. He got to just like pop in the DJ booth and do his thing. And now he's, he's getting dance. phone calls for two different parties. He has to turn down opportunities to DJ. Yeah. Like he's back. He's, he's back. He's totally back. And like, I love also like the completely inorganic way that they came to being like britney's like we need a dj do you know any djs and then Lola's <laughs> like i know one mm. dj james Kennedy. Mm. <laughs> well oh my god they should have got what's the yo what's the what's the uh backup sir dj like dj chris johnson or whatever you know what i'm yeah, talking about like, yeah they have like a in-house dj that's always been there like, they should have gotten him like dj sam marcus <laughs> that would have made perfect sense for the for the for the for the backup party it really would and i also am not clear on like why 
you would need a, a DJ at like your just like pool hang because everyone knows you can just like fire yeah, up a playlist on the aux cord. Yeah. But also that other auxiliary, sorry, that, that that other backup DJ, he works for Ladies Night, so he's in Katie Maloney's pocket anyway. Oh, yeah. She pulls those strings there. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Brett and Stassi, Bo, and Max show up to the West Side Comedy Theater, which I Googled. <laughs> it's in Santa Monica. <laughs> Not like a known hub of comedy by any means, (laughs) (laughs) but I like know the way that that like comedy theater smells, you know, like when you look at it, oh, and Brett pulls his bleach. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a two drink minimum. And also people are getting like, uh, like people are getting like an, an artichoke dip and like the sober, the one sober guy's getting like a cappuccino. Yeah. And everyone looks a little insane is sitting by the wall waiting. And I also was like, is it daytime? Like, is this like a 4 PM or like 5 PM show? Like what? Yeah. The time it's the early, yeah, it's the early bird slot. And Dana seems to be the first person on stage. Like she's, (laughs) (laughs) she's the, she's the opener. Yeah. You have like the host who does some like ice breaking, calls out Bo and Max. I would also love to know how many people were actually in the room for this show. Like if it was a packed house or if they just like tried to kind of like cheat it to look like it was a packed house. Just have like a lot of questions about this, her comedy shows and career. The tension between Brett and Max is already (laughs) ramping up as uh, Brett, (laughs) attempts to give max some kind of elaborate pound and some kind of elaborate grip and um and it, it it's not like max like snubs him on the handshake or doesn't notice he does two out of the three moves and then he just doesn't want to do the la- the stupid last fist bump part of it and brett is re- relentlessly insists pound it pound it pound it like just just go sit down man i love max's like pout refusal like max is kind of he's <laughs> it's kind of enjoyable to watch him be like mm, like in the corner there max is you know pretty bad but it, it takes a lot uh it says a lot about brett that brett is kind of pushing you towards team max i think yeah Later on, you have Max say that Brett is his best friend, and I was like, "Yeah, that was completely out of real." (laughs) All of us, all of a sudden, two guys that do not know each other, all of a sudden, best pals. They don't have best friend chemistry at all. Like Brett literally doesn't know any of these people. Max uh, comes out of his face at Nighthawk. Yeah. They're both they're both way out of line. They both go fully crazy and this was the first time that we've really seen them show any sort of like heightened emotion that's appropriate for reality television. Like they've all they've really like haven't lost their shit. Brett did once at Charlie when she like made fun of him after their date and his like neck 
veins popped out and that was i was like really got chills in that moment but like since then there's been nothing of note until this like beautiful moment where i don't even get really what they're fighting about so like max is saying he's really pissed at brett because he's going after dana and they're making out yeah, he's doing that thing where he's like, I t- I said I was cool with it and that it was all good, but you should have known that I didn't really mean that and it actually wasn't all good. As <laughs> as my best friend, you should have known. You made out with my best friend. <laughs> and, then Max, and then Brett is like, though, then Max goes, control your fucking chick, dude, which was wild. Which, yeah, it, it was a weird... It was a weird edit. Like Dana wasn't even saying anything. Like that yeah. was, it was way out of line. It was way out of line, and also didn't make any sense. And also, it's weird that like Dana and Brett don't even sit next to each other at this like dinner out. Like they're at opposite ends of the table. And then Brett goes, "We made the fuck out, bro. In L.A., that's nothing." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <no. laughs> The classic L.A. rules that everyone knows. In L.A., that's nothing. Yeah, and then Dana gets the real short end of the stick of the whole situation when, like, Stasi or whoever tees up, like, do you have feelings for Dana? And Brad goes, no. He goes, I don't. I don't have feelings for the girl. Like, in a third-person brush-off when you're sitting right there, I was just like, ouch, that has got to hurt. Even if it's fake. Bo recognizes what's going on and kind of steps in a little bit to sort of um, sort of come to Dana's defense a little bit. But even he kind of botches it because they're still talking <laughs> about Dana as though she's not there. Like yeah, they're all referring to her. Because, and then there's Dana and she is probably feeling like the most embarrassed right now and like humiliated. And it's like Dana just says nothing this entire time. Can you imagine being in a situation where you would use the phrase like bros before hoes in such earnest? Do you take a shot every time Brett says bros before hoes? Because he has been (laughs) preaching that for this entire season. And he like the moment where he and Max, they just like go back and forth and they go, bruh, brah. Like go, what, bro? Yeah, and like yeah, they yeah. just like bro yeah, each other. Yeah. <laughs> three to three to five like different like intonations of the word bro, bra, bra. Because yeah, yeah. Um, because I guess a Max is like purportedly like some kind of surfer guy, right? So he just like reverts yeah. back like like full like Pismo Beach or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I have to shout out Sheena, who at the beginning of this scene, like she doesn't come to Dana's comedy show. Which is definitely like a power move that she was trying to pull. Sheena walks in looking stunning and someone goes, Sheena, you look so cute. Great shoes. And she goes, this is so close. I could literally walk here. And they go, did you? And she goes, no, because I wanted to wear heels and I'm going out after this. I'm going out after this. (laughs) Sheena's on the fucking move. She's gracing you with her presence at Nighthawk and then there to like back up the dudes and then like give like great eye reactions yeah because this is not we're we're not out right now but i will be going out after this yeah this is like my job and then she goes i hear they're competing pool parties in the val tomorrow i'm shooting so i can't go to either of them 
this is this is actually this is actually something I love about Sheena. Um, she is uh, never scared. She, uh, she she's not afraid to miss out on a social obligation. You got um, some people on the show like James Kennedy comes immediately to mind who it's like being uninvited or unable to attend is like devastating. But Sheena is always down to uh, skip out typically because of some kind of injury, but then also like, yeah, for, you know, professional obligations. And she doesn't, she's, uh, she's eager for any excuse to not come, which I, which I, which I actually love about her. Yeah. She's very like, on her hustle more i think than anyone else on this show truly is because even sheena was one of the people from the beginning or like early on in the show would be like i don't drink or like i don't want to drink like and people would give her shit for like <laughs> yeah, not yeah, drinking yeah. she's like watching her figure and stuff and she's like yeah. really picky like sheena's always doing sheena whether you like it or not yeah that's right and it because yeah we've we've gotten to the to the point where we have like no choice but just to have the utmost respect for it. Yeah, she goes. Jax texted me. He told me I was dumb, and then I shouldn't have planned my video on this day. <laughs> You're dumb. You're dumb. I love it. Lala also has like a huge stick up her ass against tom and ariana like something has changed and she's like i don't know when the moment was where she became like so anti them and so team jackson britney but it's like extremely clear at this point that she's like firmly against them it has to just have like something to do with um uh jack's relationship with randall or something yeah i guess so Cause they're like, aren't they all? Their pals are always on the the jet and stuff together. Like, like out of everybody, Brittany and Jax or Lala and Rand's like closest pals, right? Yeah, I think they just like travel together as couples and are always hanging out. But Lala's taking it to like a mean place because she at one point like Sheena's like, are we gonna like hop back and forth between the two or like what's gonna happen? And Lala goes, no, yeah, I'm like not the, going to a yeah. frat house with no furniture. We don't even know what food will be there. I'm going to Jackson <laughs> Britney's like an adult. <laughs> I was like, what does being an adult have to do with this? Like none of you are acting like adults in this yeah, situation. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. The real uh, the real burn on um on Sandoval and Ariana's house is the risk of uh, being nipped by some kind of brown recluse spider while you're over there. <laughs> yeah. Tom Sandoval, I forgot to mention this in the last episode of uh, Sup, but there was a moment in last week's episode where he like turned around, you got like some sort of shot of him from the back and the spider bite was still in full effect. Like it was healing. It was on the mend, but still very much like a real presence. Yeah. The bite was fully still rocking as of the (laughs) penultimate episode. I was keeping an eye low key. was keeping an eye out for it. This, this episode, but you see it this episode, he wore kind of long sleeves. I saw it when you saw it. Actually, um, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Schwartz is wearing a band aid on his arm 
in the exact same spot as where Sandoval's spider bite is. So I'm like, is this some kind of gesture of solidarity? Perhaps it's left over from the bathroom cleaning matching outfits where they did a they did a roll up sleeve and a matching a band-aid over the tricep perhaps yeah i think that it could or it just could be like an empathetic move on schwartz's part to like really put himself in the headspace of sandoval i mean honestly forget about charlie danica the breakout new cast member of the season is sandoval spider bite yeah it really is haunted it's managed to haunt continually (laughs) he's having a full uh necrosis or whatever you call yes he ended up we all are forgetting that he ended up in the emergency room because he almost got killed by a spider bite that he (laughs) weeks later is still actively battling like it has not healed they almost got his ass yeah it's going to take more than a bite to take Sandoval down. I think so. Jax is back at Lit Method, just like Insta-storing from the parking lot, like covered in sweat. He looks like a murderer who's escaped from Alcatraz and has like swum like all the way through the San Francisco Bay and like emerged from the water only to tell you that he's doing two-a-days at Lit Method. And he goes, they should just put a mattress here, honestly. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he has no control he has no control over his face like if yeah. he was in if he was doing like that part of the shavasana or whatever where you have to relax your face that would be the whole 45 minutes just like each piece like taking so long to just chill out you know Mm-mm. and then Brittany and ariana and lisa are donating clothes to lisa's charity of choice covenant house and for at-risk youth yeah for at-risk youth and lisa brings up all the drama between jackson everyone to like key it up for Brittany and ariana to like duke it out in front of her but she's skewing a little bit on uh to ariana and sandoval's side as anyone with a, a head on their a good head on their shoulders would yeah but it only gets Brittany even more pissed off because it seems like the party's happening that afternoon. Like they went there in the morning and then like the party's happening in two hours. Yeah. They did an early morning covenant house check-in. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Matt uh, on uh, Melrose place used to work. Oh, really? Yeah, Covenant House. But they called it like that. a halfway house. Yeah, it was like an off-brand Covenant House. They just called it like the halfway house or something. Perfect. I love Lisa's like working that just like so organically into the mix. Just to remind everyone that she's like a great person. Yeah, and just dropping off her finest cashmeres. Mm-hmm. When Brittany's like, I don't even have a cashmere. And like it's trying to touch it. it. And Lisa yanks it away. <laughs> I was Whisks like, it away. <laughs> I need more of that. Yeah. <laughs> And Lisa's like, oh, and in our household, dear, we just call these sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> a jumper. A jumper. Um, Ariana basically reveals that she tries to say, like, Katie was on board from the beginning with this, like, dueling party, which really heats Brittany up. And so 
yeah, that, unnecessary, unnecessary muckraking on uh, Ariana's part. Yeah. And then we cut to Katie and Tom having lunch and Tom tells her about the parlay of the investment into the restaurant next door. And she's really touched and they have like a touching moment where they're I thought, on the same seat on the same team. They're on the <laughs> team. I thought a parlay was when two uh, sea captains decide to stop firing their cannons at each other and like have a chat on the deck. Oh, yeah. My only other like parlay that I knew of was like a gambling term. Yeah, but I think maybe the gambling term kind of applies. Like it's like you let it ride, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just letting it ride. And she thinks it's the right choice and everyone's really happy. And then I'm excited for them. Yeah, I mean I want I want their success. Like I want I wanna see more of the Toms like working Tom Tom and like seeing the drama that just naturally occurs there, I think would be interesting. I feel like there's a lot of characters to mine from within that world. So I'm Schwartz, open to it. Schwartz seems like he's kind of, you remember when he was just in that deep kind of like ashy pale potential opioid addiction phase. He seems to have kind of snapped out of it. He's and, a little less like more healthy yeah. this season for sure. And I think as much as it surprises me to say it, I think Maloney was like in good form in this episode as well. Yeah, I was enjoying her. She seems to like me- have mellowed out. She's still, I like that she has, I like seeing their tempers flare, but both of them focusing on another person instead of going yeah, directed, at each other. Yeah, directed at, at, at somebody else. Yeah, being like a unified at, force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brittany calls, Brittany texts Katie, Brittany and Lala both on that text chain. I would never want to be. And then Brittany's like, I hear it was your idea to throw a party today. And then Lala goes, not cool, Katie. So then Katie yeah, what? Im- immediately I'm, starts I'm, I'm, crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this always ha- happens. Um, Katie starts crying at the at the lunch. Yeah, she's like, goes from like happy Bubba hours to just like, she gets that text and immediately is like misty eyed. And then she's like, I have to call them and like, see what's going on and like clear my name. And then she calls Brittany and then goes from sad to mad when Brittany's like, you like to text all the time. Like you should really get, (laughs) you should have some empathy. And then Katie starts like raging out. Tom Schwartz, his reaction is to be like, Papa, no, shush, shush, shush. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, don't shush her. Like, she let her just be mad. They do one of those genius cuts that they'll do every once in a while to the hostess kind of glancing over, which probably, yeah. like, is just some B-roll that has nothing to do with the actual incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Katie immediately triggered by being called out for her rage text, which, let's not forget, Katie invented the rage text. Yeah. The phrase rage text is attributed to Katie Maloney. Without yeah, her, be where we, we are today. Yeah. We don't know about it. It's not a thing. And, like, she's a trailblazer in that sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> Pay your respects. But then I love it. Then Schwartz gets, he's like shushing her and then he gets triggered and grabs the phone and he goes, you're being an idiot. And I love it when he yeah, which goes I, from like sweet, like, cause he's such like tries to be like floppy and sweet, but really he does have a lot of underlying rage. He, cr- uh, he, he crosses the line every once in a while. And I think that you're an idiot to Brittany is an example of that. Yeah. It was a bit like, he doesn't know how to funnel yeah, the yeah. rage like there's a way to express your anger with someone and honor how angry you're feeling, but not like name call and like in an unaffected But again, way. we don't we don't necessarily know the that the 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 actual nature of their relationship. I mean, you could picture having certain friends that you would just be like, "Yo, you're being an idiot," you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it caught, like it sounds a little too harsh from where I'm sitting on the couch, but <laughs> maybe that's part. Maybe that's part for the course with them. I don't like this. Yeah, like it's like everybody. It's like yeah, you get you get you get the text on the group text, and then you get a little side text from Lala. You get the other, you get the side text from Carter about some other shit, and then it's like the, you're on the phones on speakerphone. It's getting passed around the table and shit. It's like yeah, too much. There's not like they really don't know how to communicate effectively on this show, but it is great for the viewers because yeah, it's it a results lot, in ultimate it's a, it's, dysfunction. It's a lot of communi- it's a lot of communication, a lot of ineffective communication. Yeah. Then Brittany just gets home and is immediately back to pouring shots for herself. She's upgraded to like a like an uncommon James like tin <laughs> shot glass. But at, at least she's pouring for at least she's pouring for two now. She's mm-hmm. at least getting Oh no, she she's got Jackson on it now and she's gone from um I didn't look too hard. I think she was, she was initially chasing with some kind of canned beverage, a diet ginger ale or something. And now she's doing like a full like diet peach snapple or something. <laughs> Great. An upgrade for the party. <laughs> I just wrote what a horrific life in my notes about their yeah. like whole party setup and house and everything. And then I think that this party must be happening at like, 3 p.m. on a Wednesday because the only people that are showing up are like Vanderpump rules adjacent type of people. You think if it had been on a Saturday, you would have got like a a different cast of characters? Yeah. Or just like more of a rager. Like I feel like at the summer house, since it's on weekends and they throw parties, now their parties just like fill like they are truly having like big blowouts. And I, I mean, didn't see to me, much blowout energy at the Ariana and Sandoval's. Really? I, I thought, I mean, to me, the party was popping. I mean, it was popping, like, but it also, I think, like, maybe it's a little bit sparse, sparsely attended. people were there. Yeah. And, like, it was like they shot it in such a way where they're like, okay, everyone splash. And then everyone's in the pool splashing and, like, a quick cut to DJ JK on the turntables and then like everyone's gathered around the kitchen island but i think that i would have loved to see like a hundred more people there yeah it certainly was definitely probably a a strung together manufactured moments i mean nobody is doing like a a full splash moment in the pool like that yeah um yeah the party was popping the yurt was chic Mm -hmm. i love a yurt moment the editor's like did the way yeah the way they shot it they did britney and jack's dirty by the the way they shot it but all i mean all you need to know is that the party 
that Charlie's at is the party. Yeah, that's Full where you want to be. And end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charlie goes, who wants to be at Jax's retirement party? Because <laughs> Jack, yeah, because Jax is the same is the same age as her freaking dad. Yeah, she, she says that he's the same age as my dad. I don't want to like hurt the old man. And then they, Katie and Dana sidebar in a yurt. And yeah, then, I was like. What? <laughs> Like the second time they've ever talked in their life. I just wrote, Katie is blazed. She's browned out. Yeah, she's fully like, like her eyes are like half open. She's just like, yeah, 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 whatever. And I was like, I love a blazed Katie. Yeah, they both took like a stem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Brett randomly shows up to Jax's party, which seemed like a weird move. Like, unexpected but then made so much sense yeah like it, of course like, you would be team jacks you're really drawing like the line is drawn in the sand wasn't hadn't jacks been popping off recently um about like the, the idea of there being two different shows yeah i think he was saying like no one would watch the show no one would watch the people who are not the ogs or something like that well, I mean, just, I'm just saying, like, if this is the if this is what the two different shows is going to look like, I mean, we know which show we're watching and it ain't Jax's show. No, I was like, this party looks miserable. Like, Randall wasn't even there. Like, we didn't even get to see him. there. Uh, well, he, I don't know, because didn't they rent that like pool slide together? That was like a whole thing that you heard. Lala oh, say. that was. <laughs> yeah, like Jackson Randall went halfsies on this like poolside that also is like very dangerous like there's not enough space in the pool to be sliding at such like a trajectory and you see it later when Stassi has to hold up a floaty to protect one side of the pool so that someone can slide down and not like bash their head into the concrete just skim across the top of the pool directly <laughs> into the fence that separates the neighbor's yard. Yeah, skim if you need the top some... of the pool, hit their tailbone on just like the edge of the pool and then like fall over into the grass. Yeah, if you if you need somebody to um fake arrest one of your friends or an a a pool slide that's too big for the space, Randall's got you covered. Yeah, say no more. <laughs> And Jax is so worthless. He's got Brittany over there slaving over the grill. Yeah. And, and now, listen. I, 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 if if Brittany's the grill master, I love that. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to come off as like trad, you know. But yeah. like, it seems to me like Jax of all people should at least be flipping the damn burgers. You know what I mean? You would think given his penchant for like cutting grass and like all those typically male activities that he would also take over the grill. But then it also, it just hurt too, because it's like, you see Brittany, she's making the burgers, like forming the burger balls of ground beef. And that's why she can't like hug Brett when he walks into the house. (laughs) And then you have that glorious moment where Lala goes, I would help, but I can't. I'll get meat in my nails. And is showing Jax. I've got, Jax. My, <laughs> I've got, got my, my claws, claws on. on. 
I get meat in them. So she doesn't want meaty nails, which I understand. But then, like, later, Brittany also is not only in charge of forming the patties, she then has to cook them. Yeah, Yeah, nobody wants to find, like, a like a finger like one of those fingernails that has like a piercing in it like a with a, like a ring through the end of it that came off of lala's pinky finger stuck no. in like the turkey in the turkey burger Mm-mm. you know you need to have gloves on like you can't just nails and ground beef don't mix Mm-mm. and then brett again is declaring that he's a bros before hose type of dude and all I did was make out with Dana, and now it's like I've committed World War 83. Which I was like, what? Brett is really making no sense. And then Stasi kind of is articulating. She's kind of taken in by his nonsense, calling him like some the great douchebag poet or something. Yeah. And then, but he's really all, he's just being kind of gross and all over the place. Yeah. He doesn't make, he just is like, he doesn't add up. And then Jax comes over and he's like, you're like a caring dude. I mean, I just like, I've done all sorts of things. Like I just stick my dick in anything that moves. Like, and I was like, whoa, Jax, like you need to chill on the Coke confessions, my boy. It's such a um it's actually kind of uh elegant on Jax's part because it's so glaringly honest that he's on something so it's really kind of smart this sort of it cuz I mean he's obviously just on coke right so it's kind of smart of him to do like a a light admission of just being on Adderall all the time you know Yeah no he's definitely like he knows how to portray his own drug use in like what is a seemingly acceptable way to him Kristen and Carter reveal that they're dating or more Kristen reveals that they are dating. And I love, I'm obsessed with their messy breakup. Carter is puffing on that hookah, like the fucking (laughs) caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like silent too. He doesn't really say anything. Because as you well know, they only get paid if they have if they speak lines. So every puff on that nargile is costing him like a, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's just like silently sitting there while Kristen is revealing they're in the dating phase of their breakup. Which, like, I feel like I've fully been in the dating phase of a breakup, and like I get it, but I'm also just like here for the delusion and. Then Kristen says, does she say that Sheena says that Stassi is over at Jax's house talking shit about Tom and Ariana's like lack of furniture? Yeah, no, she said that Stassi was talking shit, but I don't know if she said that Sheena said that Stassi was talking shit. Okay, I thought that she was was, Sheena because I was like, that's masterful. Sheena's not even there. But maybe she's saying like just just tattling on Stassi after the dinner. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, I mean, she might have heard it from Sheena because Sheena is often, right? Sheena is often the go-between between, between uh, the Kristen and the other uh, witch, witches of WeHo. Yeah. So I think Sheena is, like, whistleblowing on everything that the witches are saying. Um, 
<laughs> Sandoval, Sandoval and I was laughing all morning thinking about this actually. Sandoval <laughs> and um and Schwartz are in the kitchen and and Schwartz goes, It's like a softcore porn out there, man. And Sandoval goes, Thanks, man. <laughs> You know what this party reminded me of? What? Did you ever used to have um, the box growing up? Or, like, I think they called it, like, video music box, and then they, like, ab- like shortened it to the box. It was, like, a um, it was like a music video channel, but it was a kind of, like, on-demand before on-demand. Did you ever have that? No, I don't think I did. Um, it was a... A, a on-demand music video channel. It was like early nineties and they would play music videos and then they would scroll along the bottom of the screen, the names of videos with a little numeric code. And then you would call a 900 number and it would just charge your phone bill like four ninety nine or whatever. And you'd type in the numeric code of the video you wanted to see. And then it would come up, you know, when it went, you know, whenever it got up in wow, line, yeah. but, I was we would always be watching the box like um, fourth grade, fifth grade. So we always would just be ordering the raunchiest rap videos, which at the time were just really, you know, crappily filmed like bikini pool party scenes. Mm -hmm. And that was that that was the energy that I was getting from this party. Yeah, it was like music video like rap pool party of just girls like i love anytime women are lining up by a pool just like shaking their asses at the camera yeah everybody's doing a everybody's having a thong moment everybody's really shaking it doing a high a high, a high twerk a high twerk sandoval pops like a champagne and sprays it all over everyone it was a touching moment too when Tom and Tom are just like connecting over the fact that they're like parlaying their money in expanding Tom Tom and like wow how far we've come and then Sandoval goes I want to be this way until we die until <laughs> yeah we die. Amen, <laughs> amen brother and they just <laughs> me like too. kind of slap palms and Schwartz is misty eyed but they're just like soaking in their success <laughs> it's like yes that's that that's what I mean, though. They're in a good place. Yeah, they're in a great place. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to see them take it to the next level. Because there is a maybe Schwartz, it does seem like he takes a lot of pride in whatever he's been doing at Tom Tom, which it seems like, I mean, it's given him a purpose in life that I think yeah. previously wasn't there. Because we know he has absolutely no business acumen, um, but it looks like they're like you know there is a role for him at Tom Tom just as kind of a host you know which he yeah. and it seems like he's been able to rise to the occasion yeah and he's, and he's loving it. and he's loving it he's like i've poured my heart and soul you know i poured my heart and soul to the point where he's like crying he's like i've worked so hard and i'm like i love <laughs> like i love the pride that he's taking and driving you know a few miles over to the restaurant going into the restaurant and like shaking hands with people yeah and to drink 12 shots but a half (laughs) shot at a time yeah like by all means like take a bow man you've really done it (laughs) you've made this place (laughs) what it is (laughs) then katie and james hug 
Yeah, and I mean, you know that Kate, you, yeah, you know Katie's been dosed if she's uh, ready to forgive James Kennedy. Yeah, and even when James like pops in with like more energy, and he's like, "I was getting tan out there," and he, he's like, "It's good to have something to do, keep myself busy." And, like, everyone's just soaking in, like, wow, not only is Tom Tom like, such a successful restaurant, like, James Kennedy's got his life together, he and Katie are on good terms, like, there's a lot yeah. of hope that we see at the end of this episode. It was a truly uplifting moment. Mm-hmm. And then only to be bought back down by cutting back over to Jack's and Brittany's death trap party. Where Stassi has taken a break from holding up the floaty so that necks aren't broken on the slide to talking, talking to Jax and having like a real heart to heart moment in the living room. Stassi, Stassi is, I think, correct in that she is probably the best and perhaps only person that can maybe talk some sense into Jax. Yeah. I don't think that she's necessarily effective, but she's no. the she's the woman she's the woman for the job, seemingly. Zero effectiveness, but like he won't rage out on her like he does with other people. Like she somehow finds like she has the ability to just connect to his heart, I think. He says that his brain <laughs> <laughs> This is a wild his admission. Bra- <laughs> his brain is sprained just like you would sprain another muscle. And when you sprain a muscle, you have to rest it. Yeah. And it's like, did somebody tell him that? I, I don't know where he got this info. Cause I was pretty sure. Where did he come he up said, with this theory? With his brain sprain. He said, my brain is a sprained. I believe he did. He did, <laughs> he did. say my brain is a he sprained. Did say. And the guy, yeah, he did it Ita- Ita- Italian style. <laughs> My brain is a sprained. When you sprain, sprain your ankle, do you walk on it? No, that's how the brain works. It's science. So what is he even saying? That he that him acting like a loon, is that's his version of not walking on his sprained ankle, i.e. not using his brain? That he's like giving his brain some kind of rest, which results in his brain just lashing out at everyone around him in fits of rage? I think he's trying to like communicate that he's depressed or anxious or is undergoing some sort of mental health thing, but doesn't know how to like, like, I think he probably isn't. He's just experienced. I mean, or maybe he is as a result of having shoved down his emotions for so long and they're now like coming up to haunt him. But he, I just never cease to marvel at his lack of, any sort of how mental health even works and his like just reaching for straws of being like my brain is a sprained and like just like <laughs> what happens <laughs> he's truly cracking up i mean there's no yeah. question uh and he really needs to find some kind of outlet that's not you know high interval intensity training yeah like i mean keep up the workouts they can't hurt but you also need to see a therapist like you really need to see a mental health professional oh a a therapist that's not going to be willing to film with you for starters that should be that's 
You should probably see a male therapist, like just someone that you can connect with that you're not going to like sexualize. And yeah, maybe reach out to your mom because I think things are still like in a really bad place between him and his mother. Absolutely. Good point. Yeah. Like I just don't, I mean, we all knew that this was inevitable that Jax would get here. I'm just upset that we don't get to see more of it. And then we get the kind of like uh, the minor chord moment when he says, uh, I just have a feeling I'm going to take it out on Brittany. <laughs> but then it's like, I mean, he, but he's not, he's not, he, he, he's not going to take it out on Brittany next week. So it's like, you know, when's he, when, when is he going to take it out on Brittany? Yeah. I feel like it's also, he does, he's doing this in service of whenever he does take it out on Brittany so that he can be like, I warned you, like I warned everyone <laughs> that this was going to happen. Warned. Yeah. Like you knew it was coming. So like, you now can't get mad at me because I did it. His lot, his did. brain, whatever is sprained. I'm loving whatever logic it's put into his head. I did have relationships. I did have relations. I did have relations. Did go to Vegas and have relations with the. Uh, He's good. I, I, I can see Jax's future, and it is more relations. Yeah, way more relations. It's, it's relations heavy. But also, I would I would love like any sort of documentation of their lives in quarantine because like, but that actually might be a really positive experience for Jackson and Brittany because they're just forced to be around each other and there are no outside influences to make either of them angry. So I bet that that's like their relationship flourishes when they're just forced to be together. Could help to rebuild the trust once, you know, all opportunity for Jax to cheat has essentially been taken off the table. Mm-hmm. So their transition like, I'll bet Brittany's really happy, like, the stay-at-home orders are extended for another few months because that means, like, Jax has very limited options of where he can physically go. Yeah, she's thriving. Ah, thank you so much for being on this podcast, going on this journey with me, bearing witness to the wild world of Vanderpump Rules. It's been a real pledge. Thank you so much for having me. High point of pandemic for me personally. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. Um, I would love it if if anyone wanted to follow me on Twitter. It's uh, Matthew Midnight, um, but it's a four for an A. <laughs> love that. <laughs> mixing it up, mixing it up. Um, uh, well, until next time. I can't believe next week is the finale. I know that went by so fast. But I was a little bit um, surprised to hear the, you know, next on the on the next week on the season finale was a bit jarring. Yeah. And I wonder if they're going to have I hope that they have like multiple Zoom reunions like they stretch it out to be like a three part (laughs) reunion that we're used to. But like I also because I'm open. I like the Zoom setup. Like I'm just accepting that that's the way we consume media now. On the one hand, we need a Zoom reunion. We're going to have a Zoom reunion. I'll, to, I, you know, certainly tune into all three of them. Uh, <laughs> but I do at this point tend to get a bit triggered when I see like a, a FaceTime or a Zoom uh, mm-hmm. interface on my television. 
<laughs> it's a it's a sad reminder of like the state of the union. But yeah, in, what can we in do? these times, I hope we now get a more secrets than revealed. Yeah, in these uncertain times, we definitely need a secrets revealed with some actually juicy secrets. And then, I mean, you just you just kind of touched on it a minute ago, but uh, it'll be hopefully we'll get uh, you know a sort of a quarantine montage of found footage off of everybody's phone when we when we pick back up. Yeah, and like a promise of a new season somehow, some way. Like I just, <laughs> I'm gonna need a lot of like hand holding over these next few weeks from Vanderpump Rules. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> A reassurance. A reassurance, yeah, from Andy and Co. Um, all right, well, bye. Bye. I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.